And we're back. This, of course, is Podcast of the Universe for Masters of the Universe. And you can find the show on Twitter at P-O-T-U-4-M-O-T-U. And that is the number four. Uh, Today's episode, Season 1, Episode 59. And the title is The Witch and the Warrior. So, looking at the title and having a rough idea what the show is about... I thought, well, Steve, you kind of you screwed up yesterday and put the rap and duke on the end of yesterday's episode, which, you know, was a little unfair and not very nice to anyone listening to the show. So I wanted to, to do right uh, and, and make up for that. I knew it was wrong before I, before I even added it, and I did it anyway. So, The Witch and the Warrior. What songs can I put that with? all kinds of songs about witches all kinds of songs about warriors um, but that's only one of them so I, I couldn't find anything off the top of my head that had that had both um, I could have done uh, Girl by um, uh, T-Rex off their uh, Electric Warrior album and I could have said a girl uh, refers to the girl in the song as a witch and the song is called Electric Warrior. There you go, boom, put it on. But I thought that was too lazy, maybe even for me. So there's a sandstorm in, in the episode, so I could put Darude Sandstorm, but I can't really feel good about that either. Uh, so I went digging, and I found a group. I don't know if it's a band or a bunch of people, uh, but it's called uh, Osmosis, or they... They're a singular person are called Osmosis. Uh, it's O-Z, second word, M-O-S-E-S, like Moses. Um, and they have a song called Wizard, Witches, and Warriors. So this episode has Witches and Warriors in the title. But there's also a wizard. Uh, so I'm going to put a, a, a groovy track called Wizards, Witches, and Warriors by the group or person, Osmosis, or Osmosis, I guess would be a better way uh, to pronounce that. Um, back again is Malik. Uh, you remember him being uh, uh, a whiny creep and the Wizard of Stone Mountain. He's back and not being whiny or a creep at all in this episode, so uh, good character development for Mr. Malik the Wizard. And Clawful is back, uh, Evil Lynn. Tila, He-Man, Orko, Man-at-Arms, Battlecat, uh, Skeletor, and a new villain. His name is Kothos, K-O-T-H-O-S, and we will be doing a bio on him after the recap of the episode. So, I think that is all of the housekeeping items I had. I think I effectively got those all out of the way. Uh, I did just hang up some uh, prints that I had uh, my brother gave me uh, for Christmas. They were the uh, uh, Comic-Con prints. Uh, he ordered them off Big Bad Toy Store. My favorite one is Skeletor uh, stranded on a little iceberg. I think it's an iceberg. On the land shark. And then there's shark fins going around him. Uh, so those are neat. That's my favorite of the four, I think. Um, my second is He-Man, where he's cut the head off of a dragon. My third is the Skeletor 
kind of a cross between a, like a, a crest or a coat of arms with uh, candy, I'm sorry, not candy, sugar skull um, influences. And then my fourth favorite would be like a little kid Skeletor. Um, that looks neat too. <clears throat> no complaints with any of the four. Oh, and in this episode, uh, Evelyn takes her cowl off more than once, but for the first time that we've seen in the series. Um, so, and I tweeted a picture of that as well. Uh, so yeah, that's it. I couldn't possibly think of anything else uh, to bring up ahead of the show. Uh, no beer sponsors this evening. I am sensibly enjoying a Tim Hortons coffee. Uh, it is 8.13 on Monday evening. So Monday's almost behind us, so congratulations to everyone uh, who got through Monday. Uh, so let, let's get on with the show. We'll do a character bio on Kothos. We'll close up, and then we'll hear from our new friend, parentheses S, um, Osmosis, and we'll be playing uh, Wizards, Watches, oh God, <laughs> Wizards, Witches, and warriors. I'm five minutes in. I'm not going to go back and redo that. All right, let's recap the show. In season one, episode 59, The Witch and the Warrior, the episode begins with Malik, Malik from the uh, Wizard of Stone Mountain, uh, who's very whiny and emo about Tila, uh, is in this episode and he's done a, a 180 uh, as far as character development and. Uh, being a good person. So Malik is gone to help protect the Fountain of Life. Uh, and there are guards there as well. The guards actually look pretty good. Uh, they're not, they don't look like simply like throwaway characters. Uh, they're not overly generic, although they share the same uniform. Uh, visually, it stood out. And I, and uh, I guess I like the way they look. I don't need an action figure of them. Uh, but I thought they looked pretty good. Uh, and that stuck out. Sometimes we just see if we only see a character for a little bit, they're they're very bland or generic. But he's there to protect the Fountain of Life from the evil wizard uh, Kothos. Kothos, uh, Kothos um, isn't there, but he has sent a werewolf demon. I don't know that it's a werewolf. It just looks like a werewolf, but it's definitely a demon. Uh, and Malik, uh, now that he's there, he sends the uh, demon back to the Nether Realm. And Malik says, I stopped that, but there's going to be more, and we're going to need help. So he sends a call to Tealan Man-at-Arms, uh, Prince Adam's there, and he says, come help me, and can you get a hold of He-Man and have him help me as well? So Man-at-Arms says, I, I think I can get in touch with He-Man. Tila leaves. Uh, Prince, Prince Adam turns into He-Man and says, Man-at-Arms, you stay back, and you're our backup team. So Tila and uh, He-Man are en route uh, to protect the uh, Fountain of Life. And Kothos, like Skeletor, is watching them. Uh, and there's uh, he has these guards. They're called Orc Guards, and they're piggish. Um, so at Snake Mountain, Skeletor, Clawful is back. Um, he, doesn't, he doesn't do enough in this episode, but we do get more of him than his second appearance. But he's there with Clawful and Evil Lynn, uh, discussing, saying, uh, if he wants the fountain, 
uh, too bad because Clawful and Evil Lynn, you're going to go there and steal it first. So Tila and He-Man have arrived. They speak with Malak. Malak tells them of the powers of the fountain uh, and why Kothos wants it. Uh, Kothos summons a sand demon. And this is the same design that we've seen. I don't know. This might be the third or fourth time. I'm pretty sure it's at least the third. Uh, He-Man fought them in the temple. Uh, we remember back the Temple of the Sun or whatever, the amulet. Anyway, same character design, a little bit bigger. Um, so he summons the Sand Demon to take the fountain. He-Man punches uh, the Sand Demon, uh, but his fist just goes in him and he pulls it out. And He-Man says... That's your trick. You're soft one minute, and then solid the next. Um, Evil Lynn and Clawful uh, are now arriving. Evil Lynn puts Malik to sleep. Evil Lynn's attacking Tila. Uh, Tila's deflecting the beams. And He-Man is able to dispatch of the uh, sand, sand demon. And Clawful sneaks under the sand and grabs He-Man from underground and pulls him down. Uh, the temple then lifts out of the ground and flies away under Kothos's uh, power. Um, so they're in the temple now, and he zaps uh, Evil Lynn's powers from her, and he stores them in a gem, and he teleports Tila and Evil Lynn in the middle of the desert. They agree that they're going to need to work together, so they call a truce until they can get out of this jam. Uh, we go back and see He-Man is underground, uh, scuffling with Clawful. Uh, He-Man wraps Clawful up in dirt and then throws uh, Clawful through the ground back to the surface and into the sky and accurately uh, Clawful lands in Snake Mountain. I don't know how he knew exactly with pinpoint accuracy how to throw him back all the way back to Snake Mountain, but he does. So we go back to Tila and Evil Lynn. They're in the desert. Tila shows Evil Lynn uh, how to get water out of a cactus. Um, and they continue on their journey in the desert. Meanwhile, back at the city where the Fountain of Life was, uh, before the temple was taken, uh, it is drying up. Uh, Man-at-Arms, Orico, and Cringer arrive. He-Man immediately turns Cringer to Battle Cat right in front of Malik. I mean, obviously, you know, Orico and... Uh, Man-at-Arms know He-Man's secret. But Malik doesn't say anything. Cringer shows up, and then He-Man points his sword and turns him into Battle Cat. Nothing is said by Malik. I thought that was weird. Uh, so Evil Lynn and Tila were back uh, checking in on them. They're sitting around a fire that Evil Lynn has made. Tila says that uh, Evil Lynn is useful, and Evil Lynn says that they make a nice team. And uh, Tila basically says, why do you use your power, you know, to serve Skeletor? And she says, I don't serve Skeletor. The minute I can, I'm going to take the power for myself and rule Eternia. Tila says, yeah, but I'll stop you. And then Tila doesn't really fight about it and just rolls over and goes to sleep in the desert. The next morning, uh, Tila and Evil Lynn are walking through the desert. And they're attacked by a, um, a sand... Uh, a sand devil, which is like a giant worm, uh, grabs Tila. Uh, Evil Lynn hits it with rock. They push rocks over it, and it's plunged 
back down into its hole and it's covered up. Tila and Evil Lynn drop their tiara and cowl. Uh, so this is the second, originally when they're walking through the desert, Evil Lynn took her cowl off uh, for the first time uh, we've seen in the series and then put it back on. But this time we see uh, Tila take her tiara, Evil Lynn takes her cowl and they place it near the uh, sand, uh, sand devil hole. So the orc guards show up and they just figure that the sand uh, sand devil had eaten them so they bring it back to kothos so they can show that uh, they're no longer an issue teal and evil lynn follow behind them so they can find out where uh he has landed with the temple so they sneak in once they've been led back to his hideout <clears throat> they sneak in evil lynn takes the gem uh smashes it and uh, gets her powers back they begin to beat up the guards, and then He-Man and Battlecat and Orko and Man-at-Arms arrive uh, with Malak, and they uh, they take care of the uh, rest of the guards, and Evil Lynn chases after Kothos. He shoots magic at her, she deflects it back, and he's turned into a sand slug, and there is a cave-in at this time, and it kind of like goes to like uh, smoke, and then we cut to her waking up, and Malik is there, and he says, you were injured uh, in the cave-in, but we rescued you, and we gave you enough of the water of the Fountain of Life to heal you. Uh, and then she says, the truce is over. She turns into a fireball and flies away. And Tila says, that's as close as you're ever going to get uh, to a thank you from Evil Lynn. And the episode is over. The lesson was, make the best out of a bad situation, You'll be a winner, uh, and uh, in a bad situation, try to work it out and not feel sorry for yourself. And that was the episode. Not bad. Not a bad one. All right, so let's find out a little more about uh, Kothos, and we will be done for today. So for today's only bio, we look at Kothos. Weaponry was a crystal gem. His abilities were sorcery. Appeared in the 1983 Filmation uh, animated series, Kothos was a powerful and arrogant wizard who sought the great power of the Fountain of Life. He possessed a wide array of magical abilities such as teleportation and the abilities to uh, conjure golems and summoning demons. With a magic orb, he could spy on his enemies and he used a crystal gem to steal evil ends powers with the intention of adding them to his own. Kotho's own powers were temporarily extinguished when Evelyn turned a spell back, intended to transform her into a sand slug. Uh, he was later restored to his human form by Orko. Kothos commanded a number of orcs to attack his foes and guard his floating palace, which was saved from crashing into a mountain by He-Man in exchange for the wizard's promise to swear off his evil ways. Kothos planned to use his magic to fly over Ternia in search of farmers who needed rain for their crops. So that was the first of I believe two appearances I think we see him one more time uh, in the series so that's it that's Kothos and now we can close out the show and thank you for listening to another episode find the show on Twitter at POTU4MOTU that is the number four uh, and again 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 thank you for listening that anyone listens to this show and continues to and more people begin listening to the show uh, makes me feel pretty good. So thank you. Um, so 
nothing really left for me to say. Uh, so join me tomorrow for episode 60. There's only 65 this season uh, and second season. So I am still cobbling ideas together for the season finale and the halfway mark through the original Filmation series. Uh, so I'm looking forward to that. And before I end the show, um, I will remind you, uh, we are going to hear from Oz Moses and their song, Wizards, Witches, and Warriors. Until tomorrow, and as always, you have the power.